Here's what's coming up on today's show. But at the end of the day, you've got to take the risk that's appropriate, that's going to get you where you need to be, that you can stay invested with. If you take too much risk that you're not comfortable with, we have a market like we did last year, uh, you're going to want to get out and then everything blows up. Hello, this is Mark Silverman, managing member and founder of Silverman and Associates, and I'm also a certified financial planner professional. I want to welcome you to the Saving with Silverman podcast. I'm glad you're here. Each week, we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Hey, uh, Mark, I got a a crime of the week here, and uh, I think you'll enjoy this one. It's kind of kind of funny, really. It, it would be impossible to count all the federal crimes in the books, and we tried to do that before, but it's ridiculous. We're always looking out for you, though, and we're trying to make you aware of one federal crime every week to reduce the chances of you ending up in some kind of a sticky situation. And here's a case where we wouldn't want you to run afoul of the law. You'll understand what I mean when I say that in just a second. It's a federal crime to barter duck feathers to be used for hat making. Hmm. Just why duck would, feathers, not bird feathers. Why would ducks. that why would that be on the books? I'm not so sure. I don't know how many people that pertains to in our listening audience, but uh, But it's a federal you, crime. You never so. know. You never know. <laughs> so don't barter duck feathers to be used for hat making. Right. If, right. If try you're try a, another animal's feathers. Yeah, if you're a hat yeah. maker. Uh, you know, it's just some of the things on the books are ridiculous to tell you the truth. I guess if I open a fedora business then maybe I should uh, yeah. You know, you go. think about that. Hey, let's talk about things you think you know, but probably don't. When it comes to financial planning, it's okay to admit that you don't know the answer to something. The real danger is thinking you know the answer to something when you actually have it all wrong. So today, let's discuss some of the things that people think they know, but in reality, they don't. And I know you've been doing this for a very long time, and you've talked to a lot of people, and so you have a lot of experience in this. How much income you need in retirement is something that a lot of people out there may tell you that they have a pretty good idea, but in actuality, they really don't at all. Most people don't. You know, some people say you need a million dollars. So I can tell you most people need a lot more than a million dollars. It really comes down to what is it what does it cost to be you? And everybody and everybody's you is different, obviously, because everybody's situation is different. What they want to do in retirement, how old they are in retirement, how long their life expectancy is, what kind of things they're gonna their goals, objectives, whatever it might be. So Yeah, as far as we can put a number on it once we uh, gather the information and tell you how much you need in retirement um, based on certain factors. But uh, And like I said, everybody's number is a different number. And here's something that's different for everybody because, you know, we're all unique. How much investment risk you ought to be taking? A lot of people think they, they know and they may be perfectly happy, but they really don't even have any idea what it is. Most people don't know how much risk they're taking. You know, it's it's interesting. When the market's going up, everybody wants risk. And then when the market's down, nobody wants risk. So, you know, everybody, you know, ideally wants no risk with a lot of return. And that's just not the way it works. Um, so understanding how much risk you're comfortable taking, and that really depends on keeping you invested because you've got to take risk in order to make money. We just know that. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, you're not going to get ahead of the game if you don't take some risk. How much risk? That depends on your situation and your comfort level. Um, and we can help you determine that. But at the end of the day, y- you've got to take the risk that's appropriate, that's going to get you where you need to be, that you can stay invested with. If you take too much risk that you're not comfortable with, we have a market like we did last year, uh, you're going to want to get out and then everything blows up. I know a lot of people come in to see you for the first time in particular and they say, 
you know, I, I'm a very conservative investor. You know, I, I, I don't, don't take a whole lot of risk in my portfolio. But then when you analyze it, you find that their risk is a lot higher than they thought. Yeah, conservative can mean a lot of different things. <laughs> so we try to standardize that. Uh, a lot of people think they know the right time to jump in or out of the market. And that's not true at all, especially when you're trying to time the market. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and timing, you know, human nature, it's behavioral finance 101. Everybody knows you buy low and sell high. But what in reality, what everybody tries to do is the exact opposite. You know, I just had this conversation with a client literally uh, last week where they were saying, well, what if we just got out now? We know where we're at. And then I'll get in later, meaning they're going to get out now when it's low and then they'll get in later when it's higher. And when I explain that, they, oh, you're right. So, you know, uh, human nature tries to get you to do the opposite. And so that's why it's important to have somebody that's on your side, an advocate, uh, somebody that's trusted, uh, that'll prevent you from making a mistake that's going to cost you and your family uh, a lot of money. You may be about to make a big mistake. Call 520-333-7601 and make sure that doesn't happen. That will allow you to have a conversation with Mark Silverman, who may be able to provide you with some basic answers to your questions right off the bat in a complimentary call. We're talking about things that you think you know but probably don't. And uh, another thing that falls into that category is whether or not to have life insurance. And if you do have life insurance, how much should it be? Yeah, exactly. And, I, and in full disclosure, I am I do have my life insurance license, and I think there is a place for life insurance. However, it's not an investment. Um, and I say that because there's a lot of people on the radio, especially now when the market's down, that are pushing annuities. They even call themselves fiduciaries, and I think people know who they are, um, quoting rates and in the same ad talking about how they're a fiduciary, which is the opposite of fiduciary, mm-hmm. um, recommending the same thing to everybody without knowing your situation. So it's kind of a, a little crazy how they do that. And there's another firm, which I won't mention names again, that's pushing these life insurance products that uh, I've had uh, several clients actually reach out to me that a couple of them have gotten burnt already by doing it. Hopefully, if you're one of those, hopefully you haven't done anything yet. But insurance is not an investment, let me tell you. There's a place for insurance, and I'm a big believer in insurance. But as far as investing in growing wealth, you should not be using insurance to do that. And not everybody needs insurance, quite honestly, too. There's different types and different kinds. And what you may have had early might have suited where you are. But where you are now, you may need uh, a different type of insurance or maybe no insurance at all. Maybe that money's better suited in another place. Yeah. Another thing that's going to get a lot of trouble, a lot of people in trouble is uh, uh, long-term care expenses. Uh, Some people think, you know, that they have that handled and they know how to address it, but uh, not necessarily. I mean, that's that's a really serious deal. It's a tough one, you know, and nobody wants to go into a nursing home. I get that. I, I get that a lot from people. Um, but the the reality is, and I can tell you from my own experience, my mom was in a nursing home and we swore she'd never go into a nursing home. But uh, yeah. at the end of the day, things happen. Um, and so one out of every two, one out of every three, whatever number you want to use, are going to spend some time in a nursing home. So the question is, how do you pay for it? Yeah. And doing nothing is certainly an option because that means you're just going to self-pay, self-insure. Whatever the cost is, you pay for it. Uh, Hopefully you have enough to cover that. Um, And if it gets too expensive, then the state will come in if you don't have any money and you're broke. If you're married, that's a problem because the other person is going to be pretty desolate at that point. Um, So, you know, what are your other options? And it's looking really exploring those other options so you can make an educated decision on how you want to proceed. And that's simply all it's about. Okay. Um, How much you're going to pay in taxes in retirement is something that a lot of people don't even think about. 
Yeah, and you know, a lot of people don't think about that. When I first started in the business, we were told that you know your tax rate's going to drop because you're no longer working. In reality, that's not necessarily the case. If you've done a great job of saving and investing, you know maybe your house is free and clear, so you don't have that deduction. Kids are gone, you don't have that deduction, so you don't have as many deductions as you used to have. And if you have income coming in, you know Social Security for most people is going to be taxable, etc. So really understanding and taxes are going up. I hate to break it to you, no matter who takes over in two years taxes have to go up with the amount of money that they're spending there's no way taxes can possibly go go down okay so. and and one more thing i wanted to mention here uh, while we're on the subject of things you think you know but probably don't how much you can realistically withdraw from your savings a lot of people you know retire and then start drawing a lot more out than they should and then that results in a real problem later in life well we all don't know how long we're going to live that's the challenge right so we need to plan accordingly and, and assume that you're going to have a normal life expectancy, which could be 20, 30, 40 years of retirement in some cases for people. So it's understanding that. It's um, also understanding, you know, some people use the rule of 4% where you can pull 4% out and that's how much you can you can um, take. But there's some other ways of doing it now where you put kind of guardrails in. So if we have a good year, maybe you take a little bit more. We have a year like 2022, maybe you take a little bit less and tighten things up on the budget. So there's different strategies out there. There's also the way of looking at it where maybe when you first retire you start pulling more of it out in the beginning because you're going to be able to travel and be more active and those sorts of things and maybe you start taking less down the road when you're not able to do so so there's lots of different strategies out there that we can help guide people um, to make sure that they can have the retirement that they want and truly that they deserve you've been listening to the saving with silverman podcast if you have any questions at all about your financial situation please give mark silverman a call Again, his number is 520-333-7601 or go online to savingwithsilverman.com. For Mark Silverman, I'm Ron Stutz. We'll see you next time on the Saving with Silverman podcast. The Saving with Silverman podcast is brought to you by Silverman and Associates Wealth Management, LLC, based in Tucson, Arizona. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to shows. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Saving with Silverman to find us or visit savingwithsilverman.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Mark, and to learn more about how to make smarter decisions with your money. Did you know that Mark Silverman also has a radio show? Tune in to Saving with Silverman Saturdays and Sundays at 3 p.m. on AM 790 KNST. All matters discussed on this show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC makes no representation as to its accuracy or completeness. This show shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Arizona or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Silverman and Associates Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through Silverman and Associates, an affiliated company.